It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. Strike your colors, you brazen winch. Cause this be Brazen Winch Productions. Arr! Project Continuum, Senate Subcommittee Mission Log. Audio version. Senators, please remember, this recording is classified top secret, Mobius, and the contents should not be removed from these secured chambers. No recording devices, cell phones, or other copying devices are permitted while this audio is playing. Upon completion, please return the container of the recording to the courier. Transcripts provided are for your eyes only. Mission 0213B734, City of the Gods. The following audio is from the Project Continuum Base, Malmstrom Air Force Base, Montana. Okay, so why were we summoned? I was finally getting some rest. Well, as it turns out, Dr. Alala has found something rather intriguing. Yes, well, I've been doing a lot of UFO sighting research in case one of those turns out to be our new friends. That can't be easy. You know how many sightings there are a year? Of course, but I created an algorithm that identifies specifically what we are looking for. Most turn out to be bogus, but the computer returned one this morning that seems legit. Sally, uh, can you please confirm findings? May 4th, 2015, a tourist unknowingly snapped a picture of the two unidentified flying objects in the sky that greatly resemble the extraterrestrial crafts we have encountered in the past. Where? The picture was taken over the Pyramid of the Sun in the Pyramid Complex of Teotihuacan in Mexico. Back to South America? Speaking of, where's Sharon? Last I saw, she was studying that H-stone you brought back from Pumapuntu. Yeah, night and day for the last few weeks. I don't even get a good night's kiss. So much for makeup artifacts. As you can see in the image, there are two crafts hovering just above the pyramid. Their appearance is unmistakable. How do we know these were not just weather balloons? Sally, show the next picture. This image was taken just a few seconds later by another tourist. The crafts are now gone. If they were balloons, there's no way they could have moved that fast. All right. So what is the mission here? Are we traveling back to May 4th? Actually, no. Towards the end of the 6th century CE, archaeologists have found evidence at Teotihuacan of unexplained phenomenon that leads us to surmise that the ancient city might have played hosts to our bogey friends. Unfortunately, there isn't an exact date. No. 
There's no way to determine when these anomalies occurred. You will have to string in randomly between 550 and 650 CE. So pop in, observe, and pop out every few years? That might be our best and only option to find out what the bogies were doing there, if they were there at all, and why they may still be visiting the site. I'll get the team together then. gods for our cloaking device. You are not kidding. I mean, I know Teotihuacan was called the city of the gods, but... Sally, what are we looking at here? The pyramid complex of Teotihuacan appears to be a thoroughfare for alien spacecrafts as well as human civilization. This is incredible. How can there not be any evidence of this in our time? Well, in a way there was. A giant pool of mercury was discovered under one of the pyramids as well as evidence of tunnels and rooms coated in mica. Okay, so why is that significant? Well, as an engineer I can tell you that mercury is used as a superconductor and mica is used as a heat conductor and insulates the heat. Oh, and one more thing. This form of mercury does not exist in nature. It has to be produced. So the fact that this type of mercury of that size was found in that time period is significant. Isn't it obvious? The mercury is used to power these vessels, and the mica is used to conduct energy throughout the city. I mean, look down there. Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? It has to be a different model than the one we recovered. Ours didn't use mercury for fuel. There was mercury within it, but it didn't use it for propulsive properties. It does appear to be vehicles traveling through the complex. Yeah, but they're levitating off the ground as they move about. Ancient astronaut theorists would be feeling so vindicated right now. How do we not know any of this? What about a written history for a society this advanced? One of the mysteries of this city was the absence of any written records or hieroglyphs anywhere. So for the first part of the mission, we will land here and split up into teams. I will go with Eli to confirm the use of mercury. Ace and Denise, you will confirm what the mica-covered tunnels are for. I guess I'll just watch the ship. I need you and Sally to keep an eye on those incoming and outgoing bogeys. Make sure we are not spotted. We'll meet back on the bridge in three hours. Yes, sir, Colonel Candy. Orman? Yes, sir. Sneaking into the temple was easier than I thought. So far, I haven't seen the sign of a guard or law enforcement. Does this society just not need that? Well, in some Mesoamerican tribes, gold was so common, everything was decorated with it. So maybe, what we think is valuable may not be valuable to others. Very true. But look, the pyramid, it's opening up. Looks like a bogey ship is going in. And look on the sides. 
Are those vats of liquid mercury? Appears to be. They seem to be fed through some tubes in the walls. And look, the ships have tubes that go to the vats as well. Well, that was easy to confirm. So the mercury is used for fuel. This massive pyramid is nothing more than a hangar and fueling station. Well, according to the legend, it's more than that. We should head back to the ship. This is so fascinating. Levitating vehicles in a Mesoamerican society? Not expecting that one. Well, I wasn't expecting a non-pilot to be nicknamed Ace, but here we are. Hey, it just so happened that I'm Ace, and I grew up with the name Ace. It just sort of fits, you know? Anyway, so the roads are laid out with tons of conducting material, while the vehicles are kept at a super low temperature on the bottom which creates the lift. Okay, but what about the Mica Coda tunnels? That doesn't seem to be related to the streets. No. It appears they're using the tunnels to somehow conduct energy through the city. It's not quite electricity, and even though they have lights and other items run by some unknown source, the power within the tunnels seems to be for something else. Based on the current, it appears the energy is being funneled to that temple there. That's the Temple of the Feathered Serpent. Should we investigate further? I think we should head back to the ship for now. We are almost out of time. By the way, this society, something feels off. Not right. Yeah, I get that sense too, but I can't be sure as to what it is. So, we confirm the use for the mercury and how they are levitating the vehicles, but not what they are using the energy for that is being funneled through the tunnels. I say we string a few years later and see if there's any more insight into that. Also, on the next string, let's delve into the Seven Chamber legend and see if there's any truth in that. A day out in Birmingham for Malala Yousafzai. This 16-year-old's life was transformed by the attack that nearly killed her. Now, 73 years after that tragedy, a team of American and French scientists reports that the wreck of the Titanic has been found. The bottom line, say infectious disease experts, people must follow the guidelines. The minute that people start violating them, we are likely to see problems. We've arrived a few years later, sir. Sally, any significant changes in the below city since the last string? Negative. All current readouts do not show any significant changes in the technology or energy output. Ace, jump us another few years. Time coordinates plotted, Colonel. Over the weekend, Miami-Dade County reported more than 700 new coronavirus cases, but the governor said that was largely due to a reporting backlog. It is wrong, deadly wrong, to deny any of your fellow Americans the right to vote in this country. Based results of the British Antarctic Expedition of 1907, we reached within 97 miles of the South Pole. Time jump complete. Sally, anything new to report? Affirmative. Energy levels at the Temple of the Sun have increased exponentially. Okay. 
Second mission objective is to explore the Temple of the Sun. We need to determine what has caused the spike in the energy levels as well as explore the Legend of the Seven Chambers. Eli and I will explore the Seven Chambers, and Anise and Ace will determine what is creating the increase in power generation. What? I'm shut out again? I'm starting to take this personally. I hope I'm not jinxing us by saying this, but I have a really bad feeling about this. Well, we are now towards the end of the 6th century, and it's about this time that something catastrophic happened to the city. Well, then let's make this as quick as possible. As before, make sure you're not seen. Sally, keep us posted on any further changes to the energy output. If it increases to dangerous levels, we will abort the mission. Is it me? Or do the people seem a little frantic? It does appear to feel a bit tense out there. Do you think maybe they are aware of what may be happening? Look over there! It looks like some of the inhabitants are packing up belongings and getting ready to leave. But why are they using old carts with wheels instead of the levitating vehicles? I would surmise that the levitation technology is only found within the city limits, which makes me think that they are heading far, far from here. Yeah, anyone get the feeling we should be doing the same? Something just doesn't feel right. You mean with the people again? Well, similar, but it's something else. It's as if there's something imminent. Also, did you notice that the bogey ship traffic has drastically decreased as well? I've only seen one ship take off since we've arrived, and no sign of any others. Well, at least the people are too distracted right now to notice us sneaking into the temple. All right. Time to split up. Remember, abort mission if Sally reports dangerous levels of energy. From the creators of Continuum Force comes a spine-tingling horror audio fiction, Vampires of Whitechapel. Come into the world of Ariana Grayson, an FBI agent who tracked down the serial killer, Alistair the Annihilator only to discover he is a real vampire, sired by the infamous Jack the Ripper, and he has been hunting her. Vampires of Whitechapel, available on Apple Podcasts, Google, and wherever else you listen to your favorite audio fiction podcasts. This chamber is massive, and look, it splits out into seven other separate rooms. Look at the center. That looks like lab equipment to me. It sure does, even if it doesn't look like human creations. But their purpose is pretty obvious. There is scientific experimentation going on here. I even see vials. Might be genetic material. And are those electronic tablets? They appear to be. There are people about, and we need to be able to move around. Grab one of those robes from the wall. I'm going to check out the first chamber on the left. You go to the right, and let's meet back up in the middle. Let's see what we have going on here. Whoa. I can't believe what I'm seeing. Could they really be? It looks human, but not. What 
they trying to accomplish in here? What the hell is it? My meter's getting stronger. It looks like the large chamber up ahead is where the energy source is coming from. Do you feel that? Yes, the air feels like it's supercharged. The amount of static electricity being put off is incredible. I'm almost afraid to go in there. Are we sure it's safe? Let's just stay on the outskirts of the chamber. We don't want to get too close. Sally, please confirm on the energy levels. Levels are currently stable, but rising rapidly. Okay, we better make this quick. Wow. Not sure what that is, but it looks dangerous. It looks like an energy converter, but it appears they've lost control of the amount of power it's putting out. So what are you saying? I don't know if it's an appropriate correlation, but if I didn't know better, I, I, I think they're about to have a meltdown. This plant is powered on nuclear fusion. Star power. You're trying to tell me that this thing is a star on meltdown? But just because we don't have the technology for that, doesn't mean someone else can't. But I think something has gone wrong here. Look, there's a computer station over there. Can we get any data from it? So you're expecting me to hack into an alien interface? Well, they used a Mac in Independence Day. Don't go there. Fine. I'll try, give me a sec. That can't be right. What is it? First, they have absolutely no security at all. I didn't recognize any of the writing because, hello, alien language but I ran it through Sally's interface wirelessly and was able to get the translation. I wish I had been wrong, but it does appear that they were trying to artificially create a neutron star and use that to power the city, but it's, it's just out of control. The power stabilizers are failing and all that energy is going to be released. Um, I think it's time to go. You don't understand. If this thing blows, the world ends here, now. That's ridiculous. The world doesn't end now. That would be the mother of all paradoxes. Look, I need a few more minutes. Sally, can you record the data off of this computer? Data is currently being retrieved and will be completed in 10 minutes. Are you kidding? I don't think we have 10 minutes. This data could be very important. Not only will it tell us how this tragedy happened, but could open the doors to future research or at least insight into the very stars. Sally, update on the energy levels. Energy levels will be reaching critical soon. Oh, great. Well, if you found what I did, I'm pretty sure you're just as disturbed and confused as I am. Human genetic experimentation, but not only that. The first three chambers I entered appear to each carry a different race or maybe a tribe. Yes, the four I checked as well. They all appear to be different Mesoamerican tribes, which means you must have seen the other three. So then the legend of the seven tribes coming out of seven caves is true? It seems to be. Now whether the humans already existed, or if the bogies created them, it's up to interpretation. Colonel Dennett, recommend you return to Continuum. 
Power levels are critical. Confirmed. Eli, let's grab some of these vials we saw in the main chamber on our way out. Maybe they have some sort of genetic material we can decode later. Or at least figure out if they were fully human or not. We should grab one of those electric tablets as well. They could have data that Sally could decipher. This has been a weird trip, but one thing is for sure. The people in those tanks are not being born. They're being grown into adult humans. Of course. Remember Denise had that feeling something was off with the people? Yeah. I think I may know, but we really need to get out of here. Plenty enough time for theories later. Sally, is the data retrieval complete? We need to get out of here. This looks bad. This looks real bad. I've isolated the explosion vector and have been able to decrease its intensity. I can't stop the explosion, but it's still going to obliterate everything within 50 kilometers. Data retrieval is 99% complete. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Denise, we've got to go now. It looks like they're starting to evacuate. Data retrieval is 100% complete. Finally. Oh, we need to book it. And not a moment too soon. Glad to see you guys made it out, but we really need to get back to the ship. Now. Yeah, no kidding. Sally, update. Core meltdown is imminent. Aha! What? Nothing that can't wait till we get to the ship. But I figured something out. Enough chatter, everyone, and run! What the hell are you guys doing? Sightseeing? Buzz, get us out of here. We need to get a safe distance away. Yeah, how far is that? Imminent explosion. Ship needs to be moved about 50 kilometers away. You heard the lady. Shoot straight up and across. We need to have a good visual in the city. Why? Whatever is about to happen is a part of history. A history that has remained a mystery until now. Sally, ensure that we record audio and video for everything we are about to witness. Confirmed. Okay, we're out of the blast zone. Confirmed. The people. They're in a full panic now, trying to flee the city as fast as they can. I think it might be too late for a lot of them. Volcano Day. Everyone, we're about to witness the destruction of one of the most amazing civilizations in history. Let's show them the respect they deserve. Sally, please narrate for the audio and video. The artificial neutron star has now lost its cohesiveness. The microcomer tunnels are channeling the excess energy, starting multiple fires and explosions throughout the city. Look at that! The heat is so intense that it's melting the superconductive materials in the road and the vehicles. It will probably disappear with time or maybe even melt into the ground. Well, then maybe it will add to the already existing pool of mercury underneath. Neutron Star has now collapsed. Energy continues to surge throughout the city. Wait a minute. Why are the pyramids still intact? You think they would have been destroyed? Because I think they were not built by the people we see below. I'm sure those structures are alien. Made to withstand a lot. A Neutron Star eruption? Look at that! Wow, there's fire and energy coming out of those tunnels into the air now. That might explain why the city was abandoned. Everything in the area has to be radiated. Sally, is there any life left down there? Negative. 
all organic material was annihilated in the cataclysm. And now the city is what it became, an empty reminder. Damn, I think we've seen enough. Ace, will you set the next ring to May 4th, 2015? Keep us cloaked. Plotting. I will arise and go now and go to in a spree and a small cabin build there to play on what was made. The first step towards language was to link acoustically or otherwise commutable science to sense impression. Current day, May 4th, 2015. Now for the last bit to our mission. Let's wait and see what happens when the bogues arrive. Is this when the UFO sighting happened? Yep. Sally, please let us know when they arrive. Confirmed. Those poor people, though. I mean, what a way to die. Speaking of those people, I did figure something out. Bogey sighting confirmed. Hold that thought, Eli. Sally, track their moves. We need to know why they're here. Ships are hovering above the Temple of the Sun. I detect a surge of energy. What was that like? It doesn't appear that the tourists on the ground noticed it. Sally, can you confirm what just happened? Affirmative. Bogey ship used short-range teleportation to siphon mercury from the pool beneath the temple. So that explains that. They are still using it from time to time as a refueling station. We must have missed something or even worse. The crash of the Roswell UFO was caused by <laughs> running out of gas. That's the only explanation as to why we only had trace amount. And why we couldn't figure out what powered the vessel. Yes. We had to create an entire new fuel injector to even come close to their technology. I wonder if we redesign with Mercury in mind, the possibilities. Another time, Lieutenant. In the meantime, we'll have to keep an eye out in the future at the site to ensure it's not still being used. Eli, you mentioned you may have a theory on those subjects we saw in the Seven Chambers. When I got a really good look at them in the various chambers, one thing stood out. The subjects looked identical. Twins, triplets, and more. Which means what? Colonel, I think we're looking at clones. Clones? Damn. Are you sure? It's a theory, of course, that we might be able to validate with proper study of whatever's in those files. And there is one more thing I think I can add to that. Did anyone else notice that there was no children in the city? But why clone them? Slavery. It's easier to make a slave race of workers than to wait generations for them to be born. Yeah. Everything about this mission stinks to high heaven. Let's get home. Ace. You got it, Commander. Buzz. Get us out of here. Gladly. End of file. Please return the audio file containment device to the courier upon exiting the secured room. Continuum Force was created by Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment. If you like this program and would like it to continue, please consider joining our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you can get access to exclusive Patreon content, 
behind-the-scenes interviews and footage, as well as early delivery of new episodes and access to episodes that won't be released to the public. The part of Connor Dannard was played by Marcus Sally. Buzz Borman was played by J.C. Del Torre. Eli was played by Dr. Scott Begay. Sharon was played by Debbie Begay. Denise Cox was played by Rita Delatore. CTC Sally was voiced by Calliope Collicott. Ace Barber was played by Jesse Johnson. Usamara Alala was played by Amy Seville. Journal O'Shaughnessy was played by Boyd Barrett. This episode was written by Rita Delatore. It was produced, edited, and directed by JC Delatore. This episode is a work of fiction. Any similarities to living or dead, past or present, is purely coincidental. Historical figures' events are a mixture of real history and fictionalized content. We encourage you to go to your local library and learn more about Teotihuacan and many other historical places. Until next time, thank you for listening to Continuum Force. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.